to the Liberty NZ Breakfast with Grant Edwards. That's an awful song, isn't it? <laughs> 20 past four. I'm going to get rid of that. I don't like it. Let's find another one. What about Matt Stell? These are some new ones, and, you know, sometimes I play them, and I don't like it. I don't like you, so you are going to the rubbish tin right now. It's a big old world outside this little town. Thought that's all I needed to drown you out It was gonna be easy It was supposed to be easy Put some days, put some miles in the rear view A few state lines between me and you Just a little space and time and I'd be fine But I've been from Savannah to Long Beach Trying to keep your memory out of reach But there you were in Delta nights, Santa Fe sun, the Colorado sky. I could add another push pin to the map, but that don't stop me from missing you and looking back. Guess it's just one place I haven't gone. I've moved everywhere but home. My mail's still going to Mama's house. Cause I'm still on gone trying to figure out who I am without you And why I still think about you Just biding my time making ends meet Loading trucks, pouring coffee, pouring concrete Planning my next move, getting over you, yeah I've been from Savannah to Long Beach Trying to keep your memory out of reach But there you were Delta nights, Santa Fe sun, 
push pin to the map But that don't stop me from missing you and looking back Guess it's just one place I haven't gone Top of the morning to you, 24 minutes past four. Good morning, Grant Edwards here. We're doing the breakfast program here till eight o'clock this morning, and that was Matt Stell, his name is, everywhere but on, what, on time, I suppose. I don't know. I've got another new one. We've just been looking at some new songs, so we'll try this one out. This is uh, called uh, Shabuzi. <laughs> Shabuzi and Let It Burn. Have a listen. See what you um, See what you think of this one. Let me know if you don't like it. I know he hurts you, babe, but you won't come clean Basic time heals all, but the pain runs way too deep Lied to yourself so much that you started to believe That love doesn't last cause it's all you've ever seen The matches start a fire. All the memories in the flames, it's behind us. See the gold and the red new horizons. Let it burn, let it burn. So run for the hills, baby. Don't look back when you leave. Yeah. 
27 minutes past four. I don't know what happened. I think I went to bed too early last night. Uh, I don't really like Shabuzi. That's sort of kind of rappy music to me. I'm not really into the rap music. I don't know about you. We're here for the country music, aren't we? But that's found in the country charts. So I'm blowed if I know what's going on. Um, coming up, I've got Andrew Yanakos. I'd say that's how you pronounce it. It's got a J in the front there. It looks like Janakos, but I'd say it would be a, a Y sound, but who knows? <laughs> Anything goes these days. Um, yeah, anyway, he's coming up. This is another new one uh, right after Ben Shapiro. What part do they, they not agree with? with its existence. Oh, okay, yes. sure. Okay, but I'm talking about the BDS movement. The Why BDS is the BDS movement? movement? Yeah. I'm not sure as to what their official position is. So that's the critical suggest- part. So BDS movement, you're correct, is boycott, divest, and sanction of Israel because yeah. they don't agree with Israel's existence or right to defend herself. But you have to ask the question, why do they not agree with Israel's right to defend herself? Every other country in the world, if they are being attacked, has a sovereign right to defend their own people. So that question, why, is your answer. When you have to answer that question, why? Why do they want to boycott, divest, and sanction Israel out of existence? And when you hold Jewish people to different standards, when Ilhan Omar does not support sanctions on Venezuela, who is oppressing their people and starving their people, and the reason for the double standard is because the state of Israel is Jewish and the other nations aren't, that is anti-Semitism. It is because they are Jewish. Accurate. Uh, I'll give props to the BDS supporter for just saying the quiet part out loud, which is that they want Israel not to exist. Usually they lie about that. That's right. Yeah, 29 minutes past four, and here is Andrew Yanakos. Uh, it's uh, not a bad song. I think it's not a bad. I had a little listen to it earlier. Sounds a little bit more country than that other one, doesn't it? 29 past four. Good morning to you. This one's for Terry. He's driving, driving a Kaikoura. Every night at 12 o'clock On the dot and never fails You call me up Talking about you had a bad day So you're pulling up So I pour up a cup of just what you need Cause I know what you need I love it when you Is it just me or do, do, do the country songs sound a little bit rappy? A bit rappish now I don't know if I like that rapping music That sort of talking as you're singing Anyway I'll shut up and get back to it. I don't like it, though, do you? Come on, please stay. You come around I think country music's been hijacked by the young people. Just when it's getting good, you hit me with a goodbye. Same thing every night, I can never get enough time. I want more. I don't know, what's the world coming to? What's the world coming to? I, I don't know. I don't like it. You can tell me if you like it. 027, uh, no, 021, 423, uh, no, 021-732-423. Can you remember that? I'll do it again. 021-732-423. Tell me if you like this rubbish. Oh, I suppose it's okay. I mean, if people like it, I'll play it. I don't like it. I mean, the beat's okay. It's just that rappish sound, isn't it? That sort of... Blah, blah, blah. Truth. 
But we don't have to, so you don't have to. Come on. Nine minutes to five. Oh, that's all right, I suppose, isn't it? It's just not my cup of tea, that's all. It's not my cup of tea. Uh, anyway, tell me what you think. Let's have a look and see what happened on this day in history, shall we? We'll do it before all the others come in. They'll be in at about five o'clock, so we'll have a look earlier. Uh, on this day, the 13th of uh, December, it is um, Wednesday today. Look at that, we're halfway through the week already. And uh, on this day, uh, the 13th of December, the Battle of, it was called River Plate. And um, I'm looking at a photograph here of HMS Achilles. It's been uh, painted by someone wonderful, some wonderful artist. They were good artists in the old days. Some some of the stuff that's around now it looks like children's art, doesn't it? My son does better art. <laughs> I've got some I've got some of his art on the wall of my little cabin, and uh, it looks great compared to some of the stuff they're out out there flogging off now. Uh, okay, um, so when the cruiser HMS Achilles opened fire on the German pocket battleship, I didn't know there was such a thing as a pocket battleship. It's a tiny wee thing you put in your pocket, I suppose. I don't know, probably not. Um, it was called the Admiral Graf Spee, and it was in the South Atlantic, and it became the first New Zealand unit to strike a blow at the enemy in the Second World War on this day, with the New Zealand ensign flying proudly from the mizzen, and uh, the old Achilles also became the first New Zealand warship to take part in a naval battle. The 82-minute exchange between the Graf Spee and three smaller British opponents, it was Achilles, the New Zealand boys, the sailors, hello sailor, and Ajax, or oh, oh, actually I shouldn't be joking about this because I think there's some people who were injured in this, uh, Ajax and Exeter, so they were the two pommy ones and we, we were the Achilles, and it was inconclusive though, uh, all four vessels were damaged, with the British ships suffering 72 fatalities, nasty, including two New Zealanders. They must have been on the British ships, eh? Or, mm, I don't know. Uh, the Graf Spree, they had 36 people were killed on that. Now, But the German warship, it subsequently withdrew to the neutral Uruguayan port of Montevideo. There's a song about that, is it, Montevideo? And it's dramatic scuttling by its own crew on the December the 17th. Uh, turned the Battle of the River Plate into a major British victory and a welcome morale booster for the Allied cause. That's all of us. Achilles' role in the battle was a special source of pride for New Zealanders who welcomed the crew home in early 1940 to a huge parade in Auckland and also another one in Wellington. Not like the poor boys that came home uh, after the... Um, oh, after the Vietnam War. They, they got a terrible um, sort of welcome, didn't they? There was, they, were, they weren't heroes at all, and yet they were. They got a, it was just awful, you know, the bloody communists that have uh, that infiltrated, you know, in the 60s. They, they After the Second World War, the blimmin' communists were in there. Oh, we had all sorts of just, just yucky. I'm just, I hope we get rid of all that rubbish. Anyway, what else happened on this day? The first recorded European sighting of New Zealand was on this day in 1642. Uh, towards noon, the Dutch explorer Abel Tasman, he sighted a large land uplifted high. The vessel probably off Punakaiki, uh, which um, is now known as probably the peaks of Paparoa Range. And Tasman, he sailed from Batvia, today's Jakarta, in the East Dutch East India 
area, it's called, which is now Indonesia, and that was in August in 1642. His expedition had, expedition rather, had two aims, to establish whether there was a southern sea route to Chile, which could be used to prey on Spanish ships, and to exploit the resources of the great southern continent, which many believed existed between Australia and Cape Horn. The Dutch had already charted Australia's northern and northwestern coasts, part of its southern coast. Uh, how far this land extended to the east was still unknown. Tasman commanded 110 men on two ships, the Hemskirk and also the Zeehan, and uh, he sighted t- uh, Tasmania, it would be later called, on the 24th of November, and he named it Van Diemen's Land after the Governor-General of the Dutch East Indies. He then sailed east across the sea, with which now bears his name, also on the expedition was Isaac Gil, Gies, looks like Gilsman, and he would be credited with drawing the first European images of New Zealand. These sketches refer to Statenland, and also was going to be named uh, Tasmania. Um, yes, Tas, uh, t- rather the name, <laughs> the name Tasman gave to the country. Tasman's ship turned north and sailed around Farewell Spit into what is now called Golden Bay where he anchored on the 18th of December. And it was here that the Dutch had a violent encounter with, guess who, (laughs) the local Maori. I wonder who that would be down there. But still, they got a good hammering, didn't they, from Tarapraha, the old southern Maoris. Unless that was him, who knows. Anyway, so that's what happened on this day in history. Let's get back to some music. Who have I got lined up for you? I've got Jessica Andrews. I think you'll like this one. Yeah, this is a nice old classic. 24 minutes to 5 o'clock, we'll have TNT Radio News at 5. And I'll bring you up to date with the weather as well. We spent all night down by the riverside Laughing at nothing And talking too much And the moon
Fabulous, isn't it? Isn't she great? Jessica Andrews there with uh, The Riverside. It's uh, 19 minutes to five. Good morning. Grant Edwards here with you. And uh, good morning. It's very good morning to Mike. Mike is listening here. He's in Tai Happy. He's up early and he's about to hop on his horse and ride over the hills. Very hilly, isn't it, in Tai Happy? So good on Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for listening. If you've got a favourite song, oh, my microphone just went dead. Uh, if you've got a uh, song you want me to play for you, give us a call um, or send me a text, probably easier. 021, everyone does that, don't they? 021 732 I'd be happy to play that for you. Kenny can't sleep. All I do is think about you. Hold on, what's the spin? That's my heart, you're still in that soul. Baby, I don't want it back What's this chemistry? It's such intensity Good emotions getting through It's your sweet love I'm feeling it, can't get up Go figure it, man Oh 
Elliot there with I'm Digging It. It's 15 minutes to 5. TNT Radio News coming up at 5. Good morning. Thanks for joining me here. And uh, yeah, as I said, if you've got a favourite song you want me to play for you, uh, now's the time to call 021 732 423. 021 423. I hope I got that number right. Yes, I'm sure I did. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Very good. All right. We've got Jana, Jana or Jana. I think it's Jana. Jana Kramer. She's coming up next. But before we do, let's... Have a little look at this. I'm just reading over at the Expose News. It's called exposenews.com. There's a little hyphen in between the Expose and the News, though, so you, otherwise you won't get it. And uh, this one probably might be hard to Google for, but let's have a look. If an experimental vaccine were to damage the heart and immune system in a significant number of individuals who received it, it could possibly uh, that it could lead to a decline in the overall population. Rather, it is possible, isn't it? Uh, that it could. Now, this is this could occur in several ways. First, damage to the heart could lead to an increase in cardiovascular diseases, which are leading cause of mortality worldwide, and this could result in a higher number of deaths among individuals who received the vaccine. Secondly, damage to the immune system could lead leave individuals with more susceptible to other infections and diseases, which could also contribute to an increase in mortality. Last, but by no means least, the negative impacts of the vaccine on fertility and reproductive health could lead to a decline in the number of births, further contributing to a decline in the overall population size. So yeah, that's the thing you've got to watch out for. Uh, they're all running for cover, aren't they? Have you noticed that the politicians um, and the media as well, who seem to be in cahoots with the last government, the Labour government, they tend to be... Um, sort of running for cover and they're dodging the whole thing aren't they about vaccines and you know and the damage and the deaths and all that sort of stuff they're sort of in den- I don't think they're in denial I think they are basically just protect you know it's just warfare isn't it through the media they are just uh, just a complete blackout on news all over the world uh, it's the um, uh, what's his name Barry Barry Young, he's the senior whistleblower for the Ministry of Health and uh, he's just been denigrated gosh fancy arresting him <laughs> I mean, you'd think you'd be giving the guy a medal, wouldn't you, for finding uh, that we've got problems. Um, one of the cases, I think one of the one of the clinics, 51 people were jabbed at this particular clinic and all 51 died. 
Uh, it's just damning. You know, one in four, some of the vaccinators, so 25% of them were in, in some clinics. It's not all of them. It seemed to be some areas where they had deadly batches. They were death batches in some areas. Auckland wasn't so bad. Invercargill was probably one of the worst hit uh, at this particular time. And it's all um, anonymous. So, you know, they can't really say it's all pri- private. And, you know, it is our data, isn't it? They, I mean, they are there to serve us, these public servants. But they're keeping it all secret because I think... Uh, I think they have uh, they're involved in a, uh, a global and international genocide. That's what I think. It's thirteen minutes to twelve minutes now. Twelve minutes to seven. Uh, gosh, seven. I think I'm way ahead of myself. Twelve minutes to five, and uh, we'll have some news for you coming up. I'll have a look at the weather as well, and we might also look at Weather Watch as well. Philip Duncan, there. He he's pretty good. He's got. Um, in fact, I'm, I can let you know what's going. What he says now, actually. Let's do that just quickly. Perhaps I'll play another the record. And this is, anyway, this is Janet Kramer. Have a listen to this, see what you think of it. I quite like it. It's better than that other rubbish I was playing, isn't it? I saw your picture in the paper Honeymoon in Jamaica She's a lucky girl You look so grown up In your black tux From a ball cap And a pickup Seems like another world You and me And our big dreams Falling in love We were two kids In the backseat All fearless and young I got the first kiss She'll get the last She's got the future
And she got the man Jana Kramer. Well, she's good. What a nasty ending. I don't know what happened to that one. <laughs> anyway, we'll get there. Who have we got coming up? Well, we might have room. For, I think we've got time for a few more. It's nine minutes to five. Uh, then we've got the news coming in from TNT. I think it comes out of Australia at the moment. Not too sure on that. Um, we had Germ Warfare. He was on before. He's a South African fellow talking to a very interesting man who's got a show. I think it's on a Sunday. I'll find you. He was very interesting. Uh, also, they're on video now. So uh, if you have a search for TNT Radio dot live. Um, have a look and so you can actually see the announcers. I, I don't know. I, I don't like to be seen. <laughs> I'm a radio guy, but um, some people don't mind. I don't know. You've got to get all dressed up in the morning. You can't sit there in your pajamas with your slippers on like I do. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, why not? I mean, you can't see me. Um, in fact, I remember back in the old days, they'd get all, um, even to do the news, they would have sort of like um, just shorts on and jandals and then they'd, they'd have a suit, a shirt and a very nice blazer. Uh, that's how they used to do it. Now, I've got ZZ Top coming in after five o'clock. We like our favourite ZZ Top. And I've got um, Kerry Underwood there and Bon Jovi. We always like John Bon Jovi. Sam Hunt's in there as well. And uh, Toby Keith, well, possibly not. Uh, beers ago, oh, I don't know. We'll we'll have a look and see, and we'll be bringing you up to date with news news from TNT. I'll give you a bit of an insight as to what's happening in news, and we'll play a bit more music. I think a bit more country music because we've got a lot of people who do like the country music, and uh, they don't particularly want to hear me jibber jabbering, you know, struggling through the news <laughs> as I do. This is a new one from Morgan Wallen, and uh, it's called Man Made a Bar. Made a woman and man made a bar. Sat down on a bar stool like a darn fool. She walked out again. Bartender said, I got you. Yeah, cause I too have been in your booth, my friend. Opened up back in 85. Got me over my first wife. Been staying busy since the first night. It's a story old as time. God made the world and said it's so great. He said it was good, I bet it was great. God made a man and man got along. He said, please, Lord, if I could only have an angel to hold in my arms. So God made a girl his best work of art. Oh, but he didn't make no place to go when she breaks your heart. So man made a ball. Up time, the half price, half dozen buckets of beer. Some say it's a cover band, that's a cover man. I know while they're here, didn't go the way he planned it. Damn the devil did some damage. So God made the world, said it's your days. Said it was good, I bet it was great. And God made a man, a man got lonely. He said, please, Lord, if I could only.
Sometimes an angel falls too hard Loses more than just a piece of her heart And she needs a place to go And make a brand new start God made the world seven short days Said it was good, I bet it was great God made man, man got the wrong day He said please Lord if I could only Liberty NZ on the wireless here with Grant Edwards and uh, oh it's two minutes too we've got <laughs> we're not quite there we've got TNT radio news coming up not quite now I don't have enough time to play Garth Brooks so we'll put him off to one side and let's have a listen to Jordan Peterson and that'll bring us up to news time small differences at the population level can turn into very large differences at the extreme so for example men and women are broadly similar with regards to aggression although men tilt a little bit more towards aggression so that if you picked a random person out of the population male and female and you guessed that the male was more aggressive, you'd be right 60% of the time. But if you take the one in a hundred most aggressive people, they're all male. And that's why the overwhelming proportion of people who are in prisons are male. Now, do you want to equalize that? Just out of curiosity? What about bricklayers? They're 99% male. We've got about three quarters of the population now in universities in the humanities and social sciences are female. Are we going to equalize that? Men work longer hours. They work more dangerous jobs. They're more likely to move. They're more likely to work outside. They're more likely to participate in jobs in the STEM fields that are scalable. They make more money for those reasons. And that's all hidden under the idea that the reason that men and women make different amounts of money is because of their gender. Now something crucial for your life and your calling. In the book of Habakkuk, the prophet speaks of taking up his post on the walls as the watchman, as I read at the beginning. He says, I will stand my watch, I will station myself on the rampart, or in the New American Standard says, I will stand my guard post, station myself on the watchtower, I'll keep watch, and I will see what he will say to me. The Lord answered me and said, write down the vision. Here the watchman's post is linked to a special hearing from God, receiving prophetic revelation from God, a vision, a word. So in the spiritual realm, the watchman's post is the place where you go alone with God. You leave everything behind, you get above everything else in the problem, and you sit, you stay there with God to receive from God. God will speak to you, will lead you, will renew you, will refresh you when you get into the presence with God. It is crucial, even, you know, crucial, especially in these days. These are days all the more we all have to be with God. Every day, go to your watchman's post. High above everything, stand in his presence, sit in his presence, wait on the Lord. Intercede on between heaven and earth, intercede between heaven and earth. It's crucial that you have your watchman's post and you go there every day. Be filled, be refreshed, be renewed, be enlightened. God may share something with you, but he'll strengthen you. He'll anoint you in his presence. That's where the power is. Hi, I'm Jonathan Kahn, and I hope you were blessed with the video. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and tap the bell icon so you're notified every time a new video is posted. Feel free to share your reactions with your comments and how you were blessed, and share this video with your friends. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next time. A better business tip from TNT Radio. 
News Talk Radio listeners are some of the most active and involved listeners of any format. TNT Radio listeners rely on TNT Radio often as their primary source of information. They trust TNT Radio and are highly engaged with the content. If you'd like more information about advertising on TNT Radio, simply fill out your details on our contact page and we'll be in touch. To find out more, go to TNTradio.live. With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom, reach new audiences, and bring important information to the public free of charge. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Simply go to TNTradio.live. Play of this hour. Go to episodes at TNTradio.live. Now, TNT Radio News. For TNT Radio News, this is James O'Neill. The U.S. Department of Justice recently announced the arrest of Tyler Anderson, a 30-year-old resident of Dover, New Hampshire, for issuing threats against Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy and others planning to attend a campaign event in the state. Anderson made his first court appearance in Concord, New Hampshire, facing charges of making an interstate threat to cause harm. The charges, filed on December 9th, stem from a series of events that began on December 8th. Anderson received a campaign text message about an event in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, scheduled for December 11th. He is accused of replying with a message that threatened violence against Ramaswamy and event attendees, saying, Great, another opportunity for me to blow his brains out followed by another message threatening harm to attendees and desecration of their bodies. The campaign traced the text back to a phone number associated with the Dover address and alerted the Dover Police Department. The FBI was subsequently informed, leading to a search warrant execution at the Dover address on December 9th and Anderson's arrest. Special Counsel Jack Smith has indicated plans to possibly introduce data analysts as expert witnesses in an upcoming trial in Washington, D.C. related to the federal election case involving former President Donald Trump. In a recent court filing, Smith proposed the idea of calling up to three expert witnesses to provide insights on data from Trump's White House cell phone and Twitter account. The trial concerns charges against President Trump, encompassing four counts tied to his actions challenging the process and outcome of the 2020 election. The data from Trump's phone and social media activities is expected to play a crucial role in shedding light on the movements of individuals toward the Capitol area during and following Trump's speech at the Ellipse. However, there's a possibility that this approach may not conclusively implicate Trump directly. This is because others, including a social media manager and Deputy Chief of Staff Dan Scavino, routinely managed his phones and social media accounts. On Monday, the U.S. House of Representatives passed a bill to prohibit the import of enriched uranium from Russia, a move aimed at increasing pressure on Moscow to halt its ongoing military incursion into Ukraine. The bill, which was approved via voice vote after suspending standard voting procedures, sets a 90-day deadline for the ban to take effect post-enactment, although there are provisions for waivers. Kathy McMorris-Rogers, the chair of the House Energy and Commerce Committee, stated that the ban would bolster the United States' energy and national security by stopping the import of Russian uranium used in nuclear power plants. One of the most urgent security threats America faces right now is our dangerous reliance on Russia's supply of nuclear fuels for our nuclear fleet. This threat has intensified as a result of the war in Ukraine. The International Monetary Fund's executive board recently gave the green light for a $900 million disbursement to Ukraine as part of its larger $15.6 billion loan program. 
This decision was made just hours before IMF chief Kristalina Georgieva's meeting with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. Georgieva and Zelensky met for nearly an hour at the IMF headquarters in Washington. During the meeting, Georgieva informed Zelensky of the executive board's near-unanimous support for Ukraine. According to IMF officials, this was a pointed reference to Russia's stance, as it was the only country not in support. This approval follows a staff agreement made last month with the Ukrainian authorities, marking the completion of the second review of Kyiv's performance under a four-year extended fund facility loan granted earlier in the year. The latest disbursement of $900 million brings the total IMF funding provided to Ukraine in the current year to $4.5 billion. Georgieva remarked on the resilience of Ukraine's economy despite the severe social and economic challenges posed by Russia's invasion in February 2022. This has been James O'Neill with your TNT News Brief. We'll be back with another news break at the top of the next hour. Thanks, James. It's five minutes past five. Good morning. Welcome to the Liberty NZ Breakfast. And in just a moment, we are going to have the weather. We're going to have a look and see what's going on right across New Zealand. This is a TNT Radio Encore. If you've been told to pull up your socks, then make sure it's a pair of TNT socks. The TNT shop is now open at tntradio.live. New Zealand Extremes, firstly, Kaitai has the highest temperature, 15.3 degrees. The lowest is 2.2 in Rangitaiki. And uh, the windiest place to be, it's eased off a little bit. Nugget Point, 65 kilometres per hour. And West Point, uh, West Point, (laughs) West Point, no, it's Westport. And it's 1.4 degrees, uh, no, millimetres, 1.4 millimetres of rain. Huh. I need to have another cup of coffee, I think. And let's have a look at the short forecast for the northern Northland area, also Auckland, Coromandel Peninsula, it's Waikato and also uh, Waitomo, and this has just come through just a moment ago. And so it's up to date, mostly cloudy with isolated showers. Um, it's going to be more isolated in the afternoon. There we are. The Bay of Plenty in the central high country, mainly fine weather, but isolated showers in Taramanui and Taihepi. And for Gisborne and Hawke's Bay, mainly fine, but isolated showers developing this morning and then clearing in the evening. Westerly winds rising to gale force in Hastings tonight. For Taranaki to Wellington, also for Wairarapa, partly cloudy with isolated showers developing this morning. For Nelson, Buller and Westland, fine, apart from a few showers in Buller. For Marlborough and Canterbury, mainly fine weather, but a few showers developing about the coast north of Ashburton. And uh, Ash- Ashburton. <laughs> and then it's going to be clearing in the afternoon. Here we are. And for Otago, Southland and Fiordland, scattered rain clearing in south, uh, central Otago, but easing to isolated showers elsewhere this morning and then retreating to the coast later. And finally, for the Chatham Islands and its oilands, showers easing. Uh, this evening, Charles Easing this evening. Now my clock, I've been fiddling with it all morning. It's it now says eight minutes past, so it's actually on the speed up. And I've been, I've, I've first of all I thought I was a bit fast, and then a bit slow, and I've been fiddling with it for the last hour, and it's still way off. Here it says seven minutes past, and that one says eight, so I have to go and have another crack at it. All right, oh, let's um, welcome to the program anyway, yeah, everybody. Would you call yourself a socialist? Uh, no. You've never told a lie in politics? No, no. See, somebody sent me a video action last Friday and it had you talking at the socialist oh, right. called, yes, yes. And you mentioned the word comrade uh, about four times in a minute. What was that about? It was a rally and I would have been about 25 years old. Comrade, 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 comrade. Comrade, 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 comrade. It was in 2009. Oh, well, I can't remember which country it was in. Has it changed since those days? No, not particularly. No, 
If you are caught in a lie or caught intentionally misleading the New Zealand public, how would you expect to be held to account? Well, I actually believe that it is possible to exist in politics without lying. We drum in that. It's just not possible for you, though, is it? Oh, whoops. I've gone and, I've gone and re-queued it. Sorry about that. Oh, well. You're listening to the Liberty NZ Breakfast with Grant Edwards. Oh, it's nice to know. Oh, it's starting again. Oh, no, stop that. Oh, gosh, we're, it's in a, we're in a bit of a mess this morning, aren't we? Yeah. I wonder if I just go back to bed and we just play a bit of music. How about that? What about this one? We hear this from Garth Brooks. This is a good one. Yeah, I like him. It's all wrapped up in you, isn't it? Eight past five. Good morning. Hey, have you got a country song you want me to play? I'll play it this morning. Give me a call on 021-732-423. How do I love you? Well, let me see. I love you like a lyric loves a melody. Baby, completely wrapped up in you. How do I need you? Well, can't you tell? I need you like a penny needs a wishing well Baby, completely wrapped up in you Every now and then when the world that we're living in is crazy You gladly hold me and carry me through No one in the world's ever done what you do for me And I'd be sad and lonely there were no you How do I love you? We'll count the ways There ain't no number high enough to end this phrase Baby, completely wrapped up in you Now and then when the world that we're living in's crazy You gladly hold me and carry me through No one in the world's ever done what you did for me And I'd be sad and lonely If there were no you How do I love you? Well, don't you know I love you Love can grow, baby, completely wrapped up in you, baby, completely wrapped up in you.
happy Garth Brooks there, nice happy tune, 14 minutes past 5, good morning Grant Edwards here, I've got, ooh, Lainey Wilson, she's not going to start, is she, oh no, goodness, thank goodness for that, okay, let's let's have a quick look at the news, we'll give you some news, we'll give a bit of a mixture of a, a bit of country music and some news this morning, how about that, Radio New Zealand, you can find them at rnz.co.nz, and the latest headlines, there's a picture I'm looking at here of absolute destruction, good grief, hailstorm, and chaotic winds break uh, wreak havoc across Wellington. And uh, so we've got, uh, yes, the, oh, it doesn't look too good at all, uh, strong winds. They ripped across the country from Canterbury to Wellington on Tuesday night, taking off roofs and power lines, whipping them down, and also trees with them. Uh, that's not too good. And it was a bit, I thought it was a bit windy last night. I was sort of getting buffeted a bit in the old tiny house. Um, also, this record, did, we read about it yesterday, didn't we? The record payout, it points to workplace stress for count, school counsellors. The Association of Counsellors says the $1.8 million payout following an employment court ruling highlighted the pressure on school counsellors. Well, I think it's nonsense, and I think it's set a terrible precedent, and I think the school needs to appeal that. I hope they do, because you, can, you know this is the job, isn't it? You're a counsellor. You're going to hear all sorts of nonsense. Fancy being paid. You go into a job where you're going to hear everybody's gropes and you know, um, not gropes, <laughs> hear everybody's um, gripes, and um, it's and also you know bad things happen, don't they? And if you're a counsellor, you open yourself up to all that. That's the job. You got to think you got to man up. And just just take it. Uh, here's some other good news. Huangarei petrol prices they drop as uh, company forces the force to match competition. Petrol prices have plummeted. Oh, that's good. In Huangarei, is this true? <laughs> or is this a is this a joke? Um, they've um, yeah they have they've plummeted in Huangarei following the arrival of a cut price outlet in what used to be New Zealand's most expensive city for tanking up. Did it? Oh, I didn't know that. And also, we've got more weather warnings here. Weather warnings lifted as a storm. Oh, it lifted. That's good. As, a, as the, And they lifted. Not only is the weather warning being lifted, but the roofs were lifted as well. <laughs> uh, it was Gisborne's turn to be battered by thunderstorms on Tuesday evening following the weather, uh, the wild weather, including a tornado across the lower North Island. I didn't know that. But I did think it was a bit breezy. And you can look at this one. There's another heading. Save $2 billion a year by cutting carbon climate change commission, tells government. New Zealand isn't on track to meet the climate targets, according to a new review. And it could end up costing the government millions. Why would that be? Well, that's because, you know, we've got to pay all these stupid fines, I suppose. It's just nonsense, isn't it? Climate change. Absolute rubbish. Piers Corbyn, I think his name is. Piers Corbyn. Not, not to be confused with... Ke- Piers Morgan, who's in hospital, hospital with COVID, and he's saying he's saying it's COVID. He's actually just vaccine injured. That's what it is. I've got a friend who was, or well now it'll be twelve years, but he, when I spoke to him a couple of years ago, he was a ten-year veteran nurse in a hospital in um, where was it now, Kentucky, and um, he said that you know that we're, they're all saying that it's COVID, but really they're just vaccine injured. All, most of the people are injured from the vaccine. And so that's what happens. That's what vaccines do, I believe. I actually reckon that you shouldn't have any vaccines. Uh, they make you crook. A long term, short term, they'll kill some people, and long term, they are really bad for you. Why do you need that? You know, the good Lord's created us uh, with uh, bodies that can heal themselves, and I've proved it. I had a terrible injury, fell over, and really hurt myself. Had all sorts of uh, internal injuries, and um, uh, goodness gracious, I think I got three hernias out of it. But they're all healing up. 
and um, okay, I've lost some weight as well, but just by just by going on the carnivore diet, it's a, it's not quite a carnivore diet. Although some doctors say it is a carnivore diet. I have eggs, quite a few eggs. I've got ten chickens arriving today too. I have eggs, cheese, butter, milk. I don't have any vegetable oil at all. It's all you know. It's still in the house here. I have it for people, you know, people that come. I've got still. I've got all the carbohydrates sitting around the place, just sitting there gathering dust. But if someone comes and they want to have um, wheat bix, it might be a bit stale, but they can have it. Um, yeah, wheat bix is probably the the least sugar I would think. Although I think they're adding sugar to wheat bix even these days. Um, what else? I'm just looking up there now. Got lots of coffee. I'm still a bit addicted to coffee. Gave up drinking beer, and it was only because you know there's carbohydrates in it. And I just decided, well, why don't you just um, you know? I just did it gradually. Actually, I I didn't really go full carnivore, you know, full out. I just eased my way into it. And I sort of figure that you know, with all the you know the my my daughter says she's doing carnivore as well. Probably been listening to me. That's <laughs> and because um, they didn't say, oh, you must, you know, she just must listen to the program and pick it up. And the next thing I know, she's doing the carnivore diet and she's really enjoying it and she's losing weight. And although she's not really heavy anyway, and she's quite into fitness, but um, she said that. Uh, she had some salad, I think, at some friends because she's like me, you know. You when Rome do as the Romans do, so well, within reason. Um, <laughs> Won't be, no. Okay, the mind mind just went went off off track there for a minute. Um, but she said she had some um, lettuce, and you know, and it's it didn't feel too good the next day. Sort of farting and carrying on, and I think that's because well, if you think about it, it's just composting inside you, isn't it? It's just sort of like fermenting. Whereas the meat doesn't seem to do that. And um, cheese, I had a bit too much cheese last night. I've, I do like snacking on cheese. I have that Colby cheese. I like tasty cheese, but the price is just ridiculous, isn't it? So I don't want to, don't want to pay. I'm a bit price con- price conscious myself. Uh, what else do I have? I have? Eggs, yeah, a lot of eggs. As I said, I've got 10 chooks coming today. Some friends are going. They've decided they're not going to stay on their farm now. They, they've, got, they've bought a, a really nice camper van from overseas imported it and they've done they've done this a few times actually they used to live on the yacht as well had a boat and um uh, now they're off they're going to travel around a bit and uh yeah so they've got some chooks and um a friend of mine's going to be looking after their ducks while they've gone i didn't want ducks out here so i've got i've got the chooks so they've given us the chooks 10 more i didn't want 10 i only needed three more i've got three now and actually got three eggs for the first time yesterday although one of them was a bit Good, a bit squishy. You know, the shell, it actually broke in my hand bringing, bringing all three of them up when I was driving up from the, the hen house. But obviously he, this particular hen hasn't been, well, it's just gone on the lay. So I guess maybe it needed to have some, a bit more um, grit. Uh, we've got some, you know, sort of like shell, looks like silica, I suppose. They have to nibble on that. I put that off to one side. Some people put it in with the food, but others say, no, keep it separate. And, um, yeah, so I, I just keep mine off to one side and uh, it's got a cover over it so they can step on it and they can still get it if they need it. So he or, he or she, rather, she she needs obviously a bit more grit in there because those eggshells, they didn't, they didn't look too good, a bit thin. But at least I've got three and now I've got another 10 coming and I don't really want 10. You know, that's 13 chooks and, you know, and I find I do have to actually shut them in. So at night time I go down and I shut them in. Oh, gosh, I forgot last night. Um and I forgot the night before. <laughs> but when I shut them until about midday, make sure they've got plenty of water and uh, plenty of food, uh, I do get my, I get all my eggs and they don't go laying them anywhere else. 
So, um, yeah. So anyway, that keeps you busy. Farms keep you tied down, don't they? You can't really go anywhere. Uh, we, uh, When I come back, we'll um, have a look and see what's happening with the news. We've got the Auckland Council. They're going to they've been spending money and they haven't told the mayor. So we'll read about that in just a moment. So I'll be right back in uh, just a tick. Scraping together all the news and information you need. It's engaging. At the top and bottom of the hour. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Now, there we go. 21 minutes past five with Grant Edwards here at the Liberty NZ Breakfast. And we're on the wireless. And you can find us at 88 FM. We're on most of the, oh, quite a few apps. We're sort of adding more as we go from time to time. Um, when, I, when we get round to it, we and the royal we, Auckland Council spends $7.4 million on recruitment in 12 months. That's just credible. Uh, Auckland Council says that it has applied extreme prudence to its hiring process over the last few years, despite spending $7.4 million on recruitment over the past 12. But I think the mayor, he's up in arms about that. Cost of living crisis hits Christmas festivities and there'll be less under the tree, we think. A new survey by Westpac shows 44% of New Zealanders plan to spend less over the holidays. And the school council, as we talked about that earlier, gosh, that 1.4, look at you, you pillock, him and his wife there. I just think it's ridiculous. Husband and wife, they dealt... They dealt with 32 deaths, and well, it's not, you can't blame, blame Blimmin' Jacinda, bring her back, throw her in cuffs, and the other one, um, Ashley Bloomfield, and uh, the other half-wit who's still here, um, what's his name, um, Christopher, Chris Hipkins, they all need to be locked up, because they, a lot of kids just thought, well, what's the point, you know, they, they didn't, they, it was a very depressing time when they were locking people in the houses, and they know that too, keep people in fear, that's all part of the brainwashing. I was listening to a very interesting, well, part of a very interesting interview uh, over at um, Reality Check Radio, I don't normally listen to them, but I had to listen, I like Paul Brennan, and um, there's a nice guy, my, my sister used to work with him in radio years ago, and uh, she said he was a lovely Really neat, and she's worked with a lot of you know, real mm, terrible people. But so uh, he's one of the one of the great ones. And um, this interview was with uh, now what was her name, Catherine, uh, Catherine Innes, somebody. Um, but go over to Reality Check Radio. I might even post it on the Facebook page, the Liberty NZ Facebook page. You can check us out and uh, follow us there over there. I'll put it on that. It's a very good interview, and she's involved with government. This woman, this Catherine. And uh, Innes, uh, somebody else, can't remember that name. They haven't got it handy, so sorry about that. But um, and it's all planned. And uh, they she they think they did a official uh, information request, an OIA, uh, I think they call it, application. And um, it's all there. They, they were using the media, particularly stuff, and another one, scoop, I think it is, or you know, one of those ones, and also um, what they call NGOs, which is non-government organisations. They use those to, um, to and it's all um, designed to um, just influence the media. And it was all pre-planned before the rollout, you know, before the lockdowns and all that. It was all planned, and uh, how to how to combat what they call misinformation. But in actual fact, it's not misinformation. It's just people asking questions, and they were the disinformers. And so it's really frightening and uh, for people. And so it's a good interview to have a listen to. So realitycheck.radio, you'll find them over there. And it'll be, uh, look under Paul Brennan, it'll, it'll be, he'll have it there under his, um, his recordings. It's a good one. Uh, someone sent that to me. It goes for about 50, 55 minutes, but it's well worth it. Now, submissions pour in for a bid to rename Village. Really? Uh, what have we got here? It's not clear. 
when Waimarino suddenly became just national park. But iwi, which means tribe, they're calling the tribe there. They are calling for uh, the tourist village to be given its historic name back. Oh, no, 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 not doing that. Everybody knows that all over the world's national park. That's just a silly idea, so let's hope that doesn't happen. A Wakatani homicide inquiry, a man who died with injuries named by police, the man who died after the what police they describe as a gang-related uh, disorder incident. Oh, that was yesterday, wasn't it? What are you up to today, 13th? I thought it was yesterday. He's been named. I better go and tell you now who it is. I have to click on it. Bit of a pain. Um, so he, his name is uh, Tutirangi Moeke, and he's 27. Oh, gosh, he was taken to hospital with life-threatening injuries at about 20 to 10 on Sunday night and pronounced dead shortly afterwards. Police have launched a homicide investigation to piece together what happened leading up to his death. Police previously said the initial indication suggested that they were gang-related disorder incident, instead of a disorder incident. Uh, not a, not a, that wasn't what killed him. It wasn't a disorder <laughs> to his body. Uh, so Moiki, he died, but um, they want to know what happened before then. Detective Inspector Lou Warner, he said police understood recent events had caused feelings of angst in the tight-knit community. Uh, police want to reassure residents, oh yeah, they always say that, don't they? Reassure residents, no, just go and do your job. You don't need any more laws. You don't need to pass any more laws. Just go out there and arrest the criminals. So anyway, they want to know if there's anyone that's got information on that. You can give the cops a ring. Okay, you do that. That's good. Pharmac proposes funding cancer drug, and it's called, don't don't go near any of this stuff. It's called Ribo, sir. looks like uh, Ribo. Sick lib and midostraurin. I think doctors spend most of their time just figuring out how to pronounce these words <laughs> and the names of uh, Latin and Greek, mainly Greek, I think, Greek uh, diseases. That's all they do, spend all their time. They've only got just a few drugs they can give you anyway. And it's called, what does it say here? Breast and blood cancer patients could soon have access to two life-extending drugs. It's just rubbish. Don't don't go near it. I think it's all the childhood vaccines that give the cancers out anyway, if you think about it. If you look at the data, and the trouble is that the governments, they don't want to do data, but private individuals have. People like Steve Kirsch, he had 10,000 people. 10,000. He did a survey. Um, and now he's got you know, a quarter of a million plus um, people that subscribe to him. But there was 10,000, and out of that 10,000, they did the survey, and he did, and 1,000 of them had never had a childhood vaccine, and the mother had never been vaccinated, and it was pretty much zero problems, you know, with the ADHD, all those neurological disorders, all those funny things that kids have, things like, you know, peanut disorders and all that, allergies, and also chronic diseases, pretty much zero, didn't have any. So what does that tell you? And there's never been an official one done, an official study as to just, uh, you know, what are the outcomes for vaccines? They don't want to. Now, why would that be? Well, the love of money is the root of all evil, isn't it, I guess? Dunedin City Council, they launch a $150,000 tourism campaign. It's in Dunedin there, and they've launched it. And uh, so what's that all about? I suppose I'd better go and tell you, I suppose, didn't I? Oh, did, by the way, before I go there, should I go there now? I don't know, shall I? Do, oh, we'll have a look. And then did you see what happened? Did you see the um, the meteor or, you know, me, meteor, whatever it was? Oh, gosh, my microphone keeps, not my mic, my headphones. I keep hooking, getting hooked up on them. I've got a, a very, it's got a very light lead. I don't really like it. Um, we'll get back to Dunedin and we'll go over to the night sky. Now, uh, keen stargazers should look, they, well, you should have been. I think it was between 8 o'clock and oh, around about midnight last night. Did anyone see it? Let me know what you thought of it. Um, 0217324236, send me a text. And I've got a text just come through from Mike. Uh, is it Mike? 
Matt. Matt. Oh, yeah, he said you were you were rambling on about... Um, he said, hey, Grant, just got a quick one from yesterday. He said about you saying that the snake on the staff in the medical system being sorcery. Did I say that? Maybe I did. I don't know. I know that... Well, I thought... You know, I don't know. I just think snake's a bit weird, you know, and the hypodermic needle was designed using the... Um, they got the idea from the snake. Hey, I've got water on the board. Would you mind just? Can I just pop back in a second? I'm just give me just give me a minute. I've got to come back because the water's boiling away there. And you know, LPG cost a fortune. I will be right back. Um, I'll let me play um, a nice song from Lainey Wilson, and I'll be back in a jiffy. It's twenty nine past five. Keep getting tangled up here. All tangled up in you. She's a lovely girl. This girl, dirty looks.
she went to uh, Nashville from home. She lived at home with mum and dad on the ranch there, and she said she's glad she didn't get famous too soon because she just didn't think she'd be ready for it. And uh, so now she is. It took her 12 years. She's got a nice little band and uh, doing extremely well there. I like this one she did with um, Jelly Roll. That was a that was a really good song. What, what called Save Me, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, she's good. She's playing with everybody now. Uh, fantastic. All right. Now, um, I was talking about Mike, I think it was. Matt, Matt, I should say. Matt sent me a text. He said, um, hey, Grant, just a quick one from yesterday about you saying that the snake on the staff in medical in the medical system is sorcery. It's actually biblical. When the Israelites were bitten by snakes, God instructed Moses to make a snake on a pole, and anyone who looks will be or looks at the snake, I said, will be healed. That was in Numbers in the Old Testament, Numbers chapter twenty, rather, uh, yeah, chapter twenty-one, verse eight, Numbers twenty-one eight. Uh, and you know what? As I was saying that, I thought I knew that someone was going to say that. <laughs> Because I've had that before, but I don't know. Just oh yeah, well you can't argue with the Bible, can you? But I don't know. Do you really think that's where they got it from? Like I think it's very interesting. I've been thinking about this a lot, talking about you know I I look at the Israeli flag, and you know I I love Israel, and um and I always have ever since I was really Israel. I've always stood up for the Israelites, you know because they're in the Bible. But um if it is it is a six pointed star, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Which is sort of it's witchcraft, isn't it? So you know, is there a is there any link there, or you know, like that? That's um, I find that a bit interesting. So I'm a bit conflicted there now, actually. And everyone's saying that how evil um, Israel is, but I'm just too frightened to say anything bad about them because I look at that verse in the Bible in Genesis chapter twelve, verse three. It says, "If you bless, uh, bless those who bless you, God will bless." I think he says, those who bless you, I will bless, and those who curse you, I will curse. So, I mean, look at Hitler. <laughs> he didn't exactly uh, bless them, did he? And look what happened to him. Uh, it didn't do very well, didn't win his war. And, um, yeah, anyway, that's, that's 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 that. So, yeah, well, thanks, Matt. Yeah, no, you could be right, too. Could be right on that. And um, I had someone else say, oh, I, I'll just see if I can find some of the other ones there. I had quite, I've had quite a few. Uh, really, they've come through some, most mostly on the podcast. Actually, most people seem to listen to us on the podcast over at Podbean. So get over to Podbean and you can follow us over there. Okay, here's Pearl, and then we've got a bit more country music. I I don't hope you don't mind, but I just feel like playing a bit of country music this morning in between the news. You'll see this tendency for women to, and I hear older women talk about this too. I just want to do something for myself. And it's funny because when men do selfless things, they're a lot less narcissistic with it, and they don't look at it as a burden. They look at it as a duty. Where when women tend to do things like for the family, they look at it as a detriment. They hold resentment to the people that hold back their decision. Well, I'm glad you said that, not me. Because <laughs> if I'd said that, I'd be in trouble, wouldn't I? Oh, man. Hey, here's a new one from AB Squared. It's called, um, his name is Brian Maloney as well. AB Squared and Brian Maloney together, dancing with you. I'm not really into dancing. <laughs> never, never really was. Not really into anyone really. I was dancing the blues all alone in the shadow. In a little old downtown barroom. That night I met you. They were playing love songs 
each other I just fell in love with a stranger As we danced all night long Oh, I remember I remember I was no to six with Grant Edwards on the Liberty NZ Breakfast. Thanks for joining me. Gosh, there's an awful lot of you over on the streamers. I don't think there's hardly anyone. Um, people don't seem to want to go on um, Rumble. I've got a few more extra people. We've got bullfighting there. I thought I would do anything to bring bring them in. Uh, not bullfighting, bull riding. And uh, so I'll just have a look and see if there's anyone there. I don't think there's anybody. No, it's hopeless. So no one seems to watch it at all. It doesn't look like. No. 
just just a few people there, hopeless really. So everyone's over on the app. So thank you very much. Welcome, welcome, welcome. A lot of New Zealanders listening. We appreciate that. Okay, so um, Arnie's um, Arnie. This one's for Arnie. This next song, I'm gonna I'm gonna play songs. I don't hope you don't mind. Uh, I'll give you a wee bit of news, but we can do that sort of top and the bottom of the hour. So uh, this one is a nice song here from Barrett Barber. It's a fairly new one. It's coming up in just a moment. Uh, if I can find the turntable, here we are. You imagine that we live in an age of reason, and the global warming alarm is dressed up as science, but it's not science. It's propaganda. There's no direct evidence which links 20th century global warming to uh, anthropogenic greenhouse gases. We're just being told lies. That's what it comes down to. You can't say that CO2 will drive climate. It certainly never did in the past. If the CO2 increases in the atmosphere as a greenhouse gas, then the temperature will go up. But the ice core record shows exactly the opposite. So the fundamental assumption the most fundamental assumption of the whole theory of, of climate change due to humans is, is shown to be wrong. The whole thing stinks. There you go. See, now I put that together in 2008. Give up the ghost, give up the ghost, no more haunting, baby. 
Barrett Barber there, 14 minutes to 6, and uh, well, it's alright, isn't it? Not too bad at all. And now, who have we got coming up? Ashley Cook. She's coming up. And I was trying to find this guy yesterday. I was looking at the Chinese, but you know, he's under Asian. He's, a, he's, he's hilariously funny. Um, and uh, a mate of mine, Arnie, he likes this guy, this, this particular comedian as well. I don't always like to be a minority Asian because I come from Asia. We're all Asian over there, all right? I don't always like to be like a minority. I encountered Asian stereotypes for the first time when I moved to America. I never encountered Asian stereotypes before. All these Asian stereotypes, like Asian people are good at math. I didn't know that. In Asia, we're all good at math. I didn't know that was a skill set. I didn't know square rooting seven was difficult. I just did it. Just did it again in my head. For fun. Well, we haven't had the Dixie Chicks for a while, have we? Landslide. They're not called Dixie Chicks anymore. They had to get their name from New Zealand. The, the Chicks had to ring them up and ask them if they could use it. I took my love and I took it down Turn around and 
Uh, they just call themselves the Chicks now. Used to be the Dixie Chicks, but it's just the Chicks. And as I was saying, I just had to had to rush it before she started yapping, talking, singing, beautiful singing, wonderful voices, aren't they? Really, I, I think they're still going. They haven't heard anything that they're not still going. Not like Rascal Flats, who did their last concert in 2021. They're all gone. Uh, but the chicks, they had to ring New Zealand and talk to the chicks, because we've got chicks here, you see. <laughs> they're not, they haven't done much, and not since the 70s, I suppose, or early, late, seven, late 60s, early 70s. That's the chicks. Can't remember their names now, but we used to watch them on Come On with Pete Sinclair when we were kiddies. Uh, but anyway, they rang up and said, well, would you, it would be all right if we use your name, because it's a bit racist to say Dixie. Is it? Really? Oh, gosh. So they've gone woke, obviously, so it makes you want to go off them in a wee bit, uh, in a way, doesn't it? Um, ten minutes to, anyway, well, sorry, they got permission, and now they, they just called the chicks. There we are. Ten to six, and uh, of course we've got that TNT Radio News at six, and Martin's just texted me through there. He's driving uh, a nice, bit, uh, 18 weeks near Blenheim and uh, he wants the river by Garth Brooks so I might just do that for you might just do that and uh, it won't be too long maybe maybe after six or might be might better squeeze it in just before six o'clock news all over Miami they are shaving their heads I'm shaving my head throughout the entire channel six viewing area they are shaving their heads I'm shaving my head they're going for the Jean-Luc look we're, we're shaving, shaving our heads like Captain Jean-Luc Picard the bold bald head of Star Trek The Next Generation, weekdays at 4 on Channel 6. Get the look. I'm shaving my head. The Jean-Luc Look on Star Trek The Next Generation, weekdays at 4 on Channel 6. Excuse me, Sarah? Oh my God, Tom! (laughs) How are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Good good to see you. Where have you been? Uh, I moved to St. Louis and then I came back here. Oh my gosh, oh, it's so good to see you. So how long have you been back in town? I've been back three weeks now. I live right in the area. Oh my, better oh. give you a hug. What are you doing here? Oh, just shopping. Just shopping for food? Yeah. Oh, me too. Mm. Oh, it's so good to see you. It's good to see you. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. Mm. Okay, my neck. Isn't it a nice hug? Yeah, but my neck's hurting. I now. love giving hugs. Okay, let go now. Especially to my old good friend. Okay, yeah, now my neck's hurting. My and I can't best breathe. old friend, Sarah. Oh, okay, bye bye. Mm. Oh, oh, your back look. feels so oh, good. Please. Okay, let go now. Ooh. Okay, Give me a now look we're letting go. Mm. See, now this is me pushing you away. Okay, now we're going. Scientists agree a hug should last. Three to five seconds. Okay, no, no, no. Any longer can cause back pain, neck pain, arthritis, and a general creepy feeling. For more information, ask your doctor. I've always, <laughs> I can't, I play that one. I always laugh. I don't know. It's the same. We've, you've heard it over and over. I've got Ashley Cook coming up, and I was going to. I was going to actually hear from Douglas Murray and also the U.S. Uh, Army Colonel Colonel Douglas McGregor as well. Uh, but we'll do that after six after the six o'clock news. Also, that speech that Winston Peters did. I don't know. What do you think of that? Was that that was pretty good? Nothing about the vax. Though, nothing about our whistleblower. Barry Young, that's a bit of a shame. Winston, all you need to do is say, look, I'm aware of it. I'm aware of it. I'm looking into it. And then that would keep all everybody happy, wouldn't it? All us people that have been saying, don't, don't, don't take the jab. You know, the anti-vaxxers. <laughs> I'm fully anti-vax. All vaxxers. Don't take any of them. They all, they cause neurological disorders, all the allergies, everything. It's just the worst thing you can do is put that into your body. But uh, it's all about money, isn't it? All about making money. Ashley Cook's coming up. Um, did I talk about Martin? He was driving his 18-wheeler. 
going into plenum I did okay Martin that's good this one's for you mate My spare time and my spare key Don't go to your front door And I don't keep that old Jeep In your driveway anymore And my toothbrush ain't on your bathroom sink Haven't been to your side of town in weeks You're the reason this thing broke So you should already know It ain't your place to walk up, say hey Ashley Cook, she's great. Four minutes to six. TNT Radio News coming up at six. I've got Eric Church who will take us right up to the news. And then we will play the river for good old Arnie. And uh, and Leanne sent through a text as well. She's over at Wangaparaa, Wangaparaa Peninsula. Good good morning to you. I hope you're having a wonderful morning. And uh, I will play you a song from Keith Urban. I know you like us, Keith Urban. Here we are. And news coming up very shortly. One, two, three. These boots... Counted off many a band Playing one night roadhouse stands For tips and empty rooms These boots Have stood toe-to-toe With the biggest, baddest Joes Like they had some things to prove These boots Yeah, these boots more than once saved my ass Like the time they hid that grass 
Episodes at TNTradio.live. Now, TNT Radio News. For TNT Radio News, this is James O'Neill. Israeli troops are encircling Hamas's last two strongholds in northern Gaza, according to Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Gallant. Gallant also asserted that those Hamas fighters who have surrendered have said they are short of weapons of food. He laid out the goals for Israeli troops. Israel will take any measures in order to destroy Hamas, but we have no intention to to stay permanently in Gaza Strip. We only take care of our security and the security of our citizens alongside the borders with Gaza and elsewhere. After officially assuming the office of Poland's prime minister, veteran politician Donald Tusk 
has reiterated his country's support for Ukraine in this war with Russia. Addressing Parliament on December 12th, Mr. Tusk's pledged to loudly and decisively demand the full mobilization of the free world, the Western world, to help Ukraine in this war. Mr. Tusk said, Poland's task, the new government's task, is to firmly demand the full determination from the entire Western community to help Ukraine. I will do this from day one. Mr. Tusk made the remarks a day after he was approved by Parliament to lead the country's new coalition government. Leader of Poland's centrist civic platform party, Mr. Tusk previously served as Prime Minister from 2007 to 2014. UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak presented witness evidence to the ongoing COVID inquiry yesterday, defending his Eat Out to Help Out scheme and his decision to reopen retailers instead of schools. Mr. Sunak acknowledged his preference for reopening shops before schools following the initial COVID lockdown in response to evidence from WhatsApp conversations read out today. However, he denied advocating for the reopening of pubs and restaurants despite concerns about potential job losses associated with their closure. Australian businesses are now legally required to proactively prevent sexual harassment and discrimination in the workplace, following new regulations that have come into effect. As of December 12th, the Australian Human Rights Commission has been empowered to enforce these measures, ensuring that employers take active steps to eliminate sexual harassment. This significant change arises from a principal suggestion in the Respect at Work report, which advocates for a proactive, preventative approach to sexual harassment, rather than addressing it only after incidents occur. Attorney General Mark Dreyfus emphasized that this shift places the onus of responsibility on employers rather than employees. To facilitate compliance with these new obligations, the Commission is equipped with various tools. These include the authority to issue notices and to enter into enforceable agreements with businesses if necessary. The International Monetary Fund's executive board recently gave the green light for a $900 million disbursement to Ukraine as part of its larger $15.6 billion loan program. This decision was made just hours before IMF chief Kristalina Georgieva's meeting with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. Georgieva and Zelensky met for nearly an hour at the IMF headquarters in Washington. During the meeting, Georgieva informed Zelensky of the executive board's near-unanimous support for Ukraine. According to IMF officials, this was a pointed reference to Russia's stance, as it was the only country not in support. This approval follows a staff agreement made last month with the Ukrainian authorities, marking the completion of the second review of Kyiv's performance under a four-year extended fund facility loan granted earlier in the year. The latest disbursement of $900 million brings the total IMF funding provided to Ukraine in the current year to $4.5 billion. Georgieva remarked on the resilience of Ukraine's economy despite the severe social and economic challenges posed by Russia's invasion in February 2022. This has been James O'Neill with your TNT News Brief. We'll be back with another news break at the top of the next hour. Thanks, James. It's five... Oh, gosh. It was going away. Yeah, I thought it was on air. We're right. We're okay. Uh, Five past six, and weather is next. From beanies to carry bags, and from shoes to caps, browse our shop now at tntradio.live. Okay, let's look at weather, and this time it's coming from Philip Duncan at weatherwatch.co.nz. He says Tuesday's cooler change may be more noticeable than the North Island. Today, as the windy south to southwest winds, they blow up the nation. The windy weather is on the outer edges of the enormous belt of high pressure that stretches from Tasmania to the Southern Ocean. 
all the way up to the Tasman Sea, he says, the Coral Sea, and as far north as Cyclone Jasper, which is still up there, lurking around up there in the northern Queensland area. By Thursday, so tomorrow, uh, the wind flows in New Zealand shift a little more westerly as the air starts to come out of Australia, and that'll be giving a boost to New Zealand temperatures on Friday and also Saturday and uh, over the weekend as well, depending on where you're actually living. So that is uh, from Philip Duncan. He's always... He's a very good uh, meteorologist, meteor, meteorologist, meteoro- weatherman. <laughs> okay, um, the extremes now. Let's look at that. Kaitaia on 15.5 degrees. Eastern Rangitaiki, 4.5 degrees. Nugget Point, 46 kilometres of wind. And the wettest place is Westport, 0.8 degrees. The short forecast for Northland, Auckland, uh, Coromandel Peninsula, Waikato and also Waitomo, mostly cloudy with scattered showers, becoming more isolated this afternoon. For the Bay of Plenty in the central high country, mainly fine weather for you, but you've got isolated showers in Taramanui and Taihapi. For Gisborne and Hawke's Bay, mainly fine, but isolated showers developing this morning and then clearing in the evening, with westerly winds rising to gale force in Hastings tonight. Taranaki to Wellington, also for Wairarapa, partly cloudy and isolated showers developing this morning. For Nelson, Buller and Westland, fine weather apart from a few showers in Buller. For Marlborough and Canterbury, mainly fine weather, but you've got a few showers developing about the coast, the north coast, north of Ashburton, that is, on the coast. Uh, that's going to be this morning. And then it'll be clearing a bit later on this afternoon. For Otago, Southland and Fiordland, scattered rain, clearing in central Otago, but easing to isolated showers elsewhere this morning and then retreating to the coast later. For the Chatham Islands, showers easing and, uh, yeah, that's good, isn't it? Easing by this evening. You won't have any showers at all. The extended forecast for the North Island, cloudy periods tomorrow with isolated showers, but fine in the east. For the South Island tomorrow, mainly fine with a few showers in the west and south. Friday for the north, it looks like cloudy periods with isolated showers, but fine weather in the east. In the South Island on Friday, rain developing in the west, possibly heavy. A few showers in Canterbury and Southland also just sort of... Um, well, no, yeah, yeah, but north of there, it looks like it's going to be okay. For the weekend in the North Island, showers developing in the south and west, also Hawke's Bay, mainly fine elsewhere. And in the South Island on Saturday, rain in the west, with uh, uh, that's going to be developing in the north as well. They've got a few showers elsewhere. Chatham Islands, your extended forecast, rain heavy at times, easing to a few showers tomorrow. And then strong southwesterly winds, they will ease. Uh, so you've got that now, and it's pretty breezy where I am here too as well. Uh, you've got a few showers on Friday, and then you've got northerlies after that. So mm, it'll be interesting to see uh, what comes out of that. Now, we had a look at um, uh, some news. I'll just go back to RNZ there. Actually, no, before I do, I was reading something about... Um, the Spanish, the Spanish police, they have seized seven and a half tonnes of cocaine hidden in frozen tuna. I bet <laughs> <laughs> There's all sorts of ways out there. And also, I was just listening to um, TNT Radio early, just before the news, and um, the announcer there said that 60,000 Brazilians are murdered every year. It's just unbelievable, isn't it? Not, <clears throat> sorry, nine minutes past six. Oh, okay, must be all those cigars. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't inhale. Okay, um, I can't afford to smoke cigars. They're too expensive. I'm going to do my own though. I'm, I'm going to grow some tobacco and do my own. Sold them if they're going to, they're going to stop smoking. They're going to stop people smoking. If you want to have a nice old pipe, smoke on a pipe or a cigar, you won't be able to in the future. It's just crazy. And someone said, um, now how will they know? That's right. Richard Vobes yesterday, didn't he? He said 
how will they know when someone's like 35 and the other one's had a birthday, you know, just a, a day later, he's he's able to smoke and the other one's not? Well, that's probably because they're going to bring in the digital ID, isn't it? Everyone's going to be marched. You know, the Bible says in Revelations 13 that uh, the Antichrist, when he arrives, it says that he's called the beast, actually. He causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead that they can't buy or sell except they have that mark. And it looks like in. And if you've got a corrupt Bible version, it'll say on. But it's actually in. So what is it? Is it a chip implant or something else? But it'll be in the skin, in your right hand or in your forehead. And, you know, when the Bible says stuff, it always comes true, I can tell you. Now, um, who was it that wanted um, the river? Um, Was it Leanne? Uh, or was it Arnie? No, Martin. I think Martin wanted the river. Mm. Anyway, we'd better play it. We'll do that right after this. From beanies to carry bags and from shoes to caps, browse our shop now at tntradio.live. This is Garth Brooks, and it's 11 minutes past six, and thanks for joining me. I hope you don't mind a bit of music this morning, and uh, we'll just see. We'll have, how about a vote? 021732423. Tell me whether you want talk or music. I hope you say music because I, I really don't like talking all morning. I know you might think I do, but I just don't. Truly. You know a dream is like a river, ever changing as it flows. And the dreamer's just a vessel. That must follow where it goes Trying to learn from what's behind you And never knowing what's in store Makes each day a constant battle Just to stay between the shores And I will sail my vessel Till the river runs dry Like a bird upon the wind these waters are my sky, I'll never reach my destination If I never try, so I will sail my vessel Till the river runs dry Too many times we stand aside And let the water slip away To what we put off till tomorrow has now become today So don't you sit upon the shoreline And say you're satisfied Choose to chance the rapids And dare to dance the tide Yes, I will sail 